This podcast has been brought to you by Ms. Gallego's 3rd and 8th period classes. Good evening. Welcome to the Suits and Ties podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Garcia, and I have my co-host here, Sebastian Camus. And today on the Suits and Ties podcast, we'll be talking about Black History Month. Black History Month is an annual celebration of achievements by African Americans and a time for recognizing their central role in U.S. history. Great explanation, Camus. So before we get more into this content of Black History Month and just of the podcast, let me just give you a little roadmap, I guess, of what we're going to do here. So right now, in a couple of seconds, we're going to show you a poem. And then after that, we're going to talk about a different subject, still important, still like about Black History Month. And then after that, another poem, then a new segment, another poem, the last segment we're going to do. And then we're going to end it off with another poem. Normally... They, everybody in this class does three poems, but because we're cool, we can do four. All right, enough talking. Let's get to the first poem. Arna Pontes was a poet, novelist, historian, anthologist, and archivist. He had enriched and preserved black cultural heritage. He writes his poems mainly for black men or women, but he also writes his poems to inform people. He had written this poem called Black Man Talks Repeat, 1960. And the main point represented was that black men or women do a lot of work and sometimes they do not benefit from it. And he is representing life by comparing it to farming. That is the poem I'll be reading for you today. I have sown beside all waters in my day. I planted deep within my heart the fear that wind or fowl would take the grain away. I planted safe against this dark, lean year. I scattered seed enough to plant the land in rows from Canada to Mexico. Before my reaping, only what the hand can hold at once is all that I can show. Yet what I sowed and what the orchid yields, my brother's son are gathering stalk and root. Small wonder, then my child glean in fields. They have not sown and feed on bitter fruit. That was a great poem. Moving on, Gamu, how about you explain to me how Black History Month really started? The story behind Black History Month dates all the way back to 1926, where a group called ALASH, aka Association for the Study of African American Life. This specific group sponsored a National Black History Week, choosing the second week of February to coincide with the, fe- with the birthdays of Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. The event inspired schools and communities nationwide to organize local celebrations and establish history clubs to host performances and do lectures. Nice one, Gamu. Let's listen to our next poem. Langston Hughes was born on February 1st, 1902, in Joplin, Missouri. Even from a young age, he was very interested in poetry. The poem I will be reading you today is called The Weary Blues. This poem is about a black man who sings blues to soothe the pain of what is happening in the world around him. But in the end, he is no longer satisfied with his song. I feel that the poem's message is that sometimes pain never truly goes away. The Weary Blues by Langston Hughes Droning a drowsy, syncopated tune Rocking back and forth into a mellow croon I heard a negro play down by the Lenox Avenue the other night By the pale old parlor of an old gaslight He did a lazy sway He did a lazy sway to the tune of those weary blues. 
with his ebony hands on each ivory key. He made that poor piano moan with melody. Oh, blues, swaying to fro on his rickety stool. He played that sad, raggy tune like a musical fool. Sweet blues, coming from a black man's soul. Oh, blues, in a deep song voice, with a melancholy tone, I heard that negro sing, that old piano moan. Ain't got nobody in this world, ain't got nobody but myself. I's gone to quit my frowning and put my troubles on the shelf. Thump, 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 went his foot on the floor. He played a few chords when he sang some more. I got the weary blues and I can't be satisfied. I got the weary blues and I can't be satisfied. I ain't happy no more and I wish that I had died. And far into the night he crooned that tune. The stars went out and so did the moon. The singer stopped playing and went to bed while the weary blues echoed through his head. He slept like a rock or a man that's dead. That was a pretty good poem, again. Alright, we're on to our next segment. Our next segment is called Influential Rappers. In this segment, we just talk about a rapper that we think is influential. Camus has one, I have one, they're different ones. But, I will say, I prepared a little game. So, in this game, I'm going to give you some lyrics, and then you have to guess, who whose lyrics are these? What song is it from? Who wrote it? So, here is the first set of lyrics. I'm going baby on baby. Now, who, what song is that from? What artist is that from? Listener, you can guess. Gamu, I'm expecting an answer, right? Hmm, I think I'm going to have to guess Juice World. Well, actually, those lyrics were from the gold-certified song Going Baby by famous rapper DaBaby. Talking about DaBaby, did he know he has 45 million monthly listeners on Spotify? That's insane. Imagine how much influence that is. Another really interesting fact is that the baby's real name, his legal name, is not the baby. It's Jonathan Lindale Kirk. That's incredible. And you know what? I'll just throw in one more cool, interesting fact. The baby is not a baby. He's a grown man. Did you know that? I sure didn't. You know what, Camus? I'm interested to hear about your rapper. Which one did you choose? Glad you asked, Elisar. I just Kanye West, the guy that ran for president in 2020 alongside Trump and Biden. Well, let's talk about how he got famous. Kanye got his big break as he started producing for an artist on Rockefeller Records, Jay-Z. He handled most of the production and some of the writing on Jay-Z's sixth studio album, The Blueprint, which was released on 2001. Kanye then began to put the finishing touches on his debut album, The College Dropout, in 2004, that had been leaked online. But this was a blessing because thanks to this he got more popularity getting a lot of love from the public, especially two songs, one being We Don't Care and Falls Down. What set Kanye West apart from other big rappers is that he didn't have a violent or problematic past. The College Dropout was a revolutionary album and possibly the most versatile hip-hop album ever with its ability to combine gospel, soul, and boom-bop, and still managed to click with the mainstream. At the 2005 Grammy Awards, Kanye was nominated for 10 Grammys and awarded with the Best Rap Album, Best Rap Song for Jesus Walks, and Best R&B Song for You Don't Know My Name by Alicia Keys. Who would have known Kanye West was so influential? Now let's take a little poem break. This poem was brought to you by Lauren. 
Dudley Randall was one of the most renowned poets in the 20th century. He started writing poetry at the age of four. In addition to writing, he also founded the publishing company Broadside Press in 1965. The Ballad of Birmingham is one of the, his most famous pieces. He wrote it in response to the bombing of a church in Birmingham, Alabama, where the majority in attendance were black and were being targeted by white supremacists. It is in the form of a dialogue between a young child and her mother, highlighting racial prejudice and the threats they face in the civil rights era. Ballad of Birmingham by Dudley Randall. Mother dear, may I go downtown instead of out to play and march the streets of Birmingham in a freedom march today? No, baby, no, you may not go, for the dogs are fierce and wild, and clubs and horses, guns and jails aren't good for a little child. But mother, I won't be alone. Other children would go with me and march the streets of Birmingham to make our country free. No, baby, you may not go, for I fear those guns will fire, but you may go to the church instead and sing in the children's choir. She has combed and brushed her night-dark hair and bathed rose petal sweet and drawn white gloves on her small brown hands and white shoes on her feet. The mother smiled to know her child was in a sacred place, but that smile was the last smile to come upon her face. For when she heard the explosion, her eyes grew wet and wild. She raced through the streets of Birmingham, calling for her child. She clawed through the bits of glass and brick, then lifted out a shoe. Oh, here's the shoe my baby wore. But baby, where are you? Once again, that was an amazing poem. You know what, Camus? You know what I'm craving right now? Some facts about the 44th president of the United States of America, Barack Hussein Obama. Tell me some fun facts about him. Don't worry, Lizard, I got you. Obama was born in 1961 in Hawaii, then moved to Indonesia for a part of his childhood. He also attended Harvard and was Person of the Year twice. Wow, you sure do know a lot about Obama. Well, I have one more fact about Obama that you probably didn't know. He met his wife, Michelle Robinson, now known as Michelle Obama, at a summer internship in Austin. Wow. Those were some really interesting Obama facts. To top it off, here's a poem read by Crystal. This poem is about how during the Civil War, white people would treat African Americans different, thinking they will rob someone or hurt their children. So white people are making African Americans into slaves. Frederick made this poem to inform the different of color on other people. Frederick was an American social reformer, a biologist, Orderator, writer, and statesman, after escaping from slavery in Maryland, he became a national leader of the abolitionist movement in Massachusetts and New York, becoming famous for his oranty and insensitive anti-slavery writings. So here is how, I mean, what color are you? What color are you? Are you blue, calm, just, fair, and balanced? Are you red, often fiery, spicy, and angered? Are you pink, hot, impulsive, and sensual? Are you brown, low-keyed, matter-of-faculty, and often unmoved? Are you green, vibrant, lively, and optimistic? Are you black, often gloomy, energyless, and depressed? Are you yellow, easygoing, optimating, but often anxious and fearful? Are you purple, sometimes bitter, sometimes resentful, and often determined? Are you gray, directional, ambitious, and authoritative? Are you white, obsessed with purity, cleanness, order, and mortality? Are you a rainbow or a combination of colors of varying 
luminances? Or are you a are you one color that changes in its shade or hue? What color are you? What colors are you? What mood or moods are you? Know your color, know yourself. Alright, that was our last poem. Gamu, take us out. Wow, this was a really great episode. Thank you for listening and thank you Alessia Garcia for having me. Stay tuned for next week's horror stories. This was the Suits and Sites podcast. Thank you again for listening.